My name is Matt Brown. Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. And let's start the show. They tried to tell me I was going crazy. because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Monday, September 13th, 2021, and we are so happy to begin a wonderful show for each and every single one of you. And before we get into the fun, before I show you the awesome guests we have, I just wanted to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube, and to check out all exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So the show comes out, yes, on Monday the 13th. Obviously record right before it. So right now it's Sunday, September 12th at 10.30 p.m. The show is about to go live in about an hour and a half for good. So what did I do all day? First, I have to say the entire weekend was a blessing. Friday night, go out to see Tommy play his game in uh, Wagner for the developmental team at Wagner College. Proud of what he's pulling off there. Then we go to the varsity game on Saturday, which was a lot of fun. Saw them play Central Connecticut in a thrilling 21-19 game. Where it really could have gone either way, but it was very sweet. The family went out to dinner. Obviously, Saturday was an emotional day, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Of course, we never forget. 
remember those heroes. And no matter what, as the years goes by, as the days go by, we never forget our heroes on that day. And we always do our best to live our best lives to honor their memory. So it was very nice to spend time with family during that day. And we saw the World Trade Center beaming lights. It was very humbling and very sweet to see. Actually driving through Manhattan and got to see the uh, hologram themselves in person. It was very, very humbling and very nice that we were able to share that together as a family. So then go back, go to sleep, and then I'm driving back into that area because I went to see the Giants play the Broncos in MetLife Stadium yesterday. Two of my great friends who are big NFL fans, Steve Casalunas Kaz and Jacob Murray, we went out to MetLife together to see the Giants play the Broncos. It's funny. So obviously me, Kaz, and Jacob love sports, and we said, you know, once the Giants and Broncos play each other, we'll go to the game. Who would have thought it'd be the very first game of the 2021 NFL season? And we went. We bought the tickets back in like April. And yep, we went. And Kaz had a better day for the game itself because the Giants just utterly embarrassed themselves losing 27-13 to 13 off of questionable calls from the offense. A timid Saquon Barkley... Daniel Jones looking like he didn't improve at all. But, you know, there are some highlights with Logan Ryan having over 10-plus tackles. You saw um, Sterling Shepard have a good game. Galladay looked good out there. But the game itself wasn't keen or pretty. And we're going to play each other. We're going to play again on Thursday against Washington, and we hope that things change. But the most importantly, we were just able to go to an NFL game. You know, obviously we're vaxxed. We went to drive through MetLife. You know, we got through the parking lot and that gold, we got some gold parking and we were able to get a prime tailgating spot. And, you know, first, even before that, we went to Stu Leonard's and got some great grub. And before you know it, we're tailgating with some tables we have, some lawn chairs. We're just eating chicken, sandwiches, drinking beer, having a good time, being responsible. And it was a real special moment. And I'm so glad I got to share it with those buddies. And I'm so happy I was able to just be at an NFL game again. First NFL game in two years. And... It was really special, really, really special. Now, of course, you know, the Giants lost, but um, it was really special to be amongst the crowd. Obviously, that's what a special bond you get with the crowd at NFL games. You literally could just cheer on your teams. You can high-five. You can make new friends, and you can just have the time of your life. And that's what we were able to experience yesterday, and I can't wait to go back. And the fact that the NFL season is here, we did a very extensive, exclusive look at the 2021 season with Kevin, Alex, and Teddy. And now, um, you know, Guns a-blazing, and we're ready to go. As I'm recording this, you know, I saw the scores. I saw the um, highlights a little bit of, I mean, some big things off of last night's uh, big first Sunday of the NFL season from the Packers just mailing it in and Rodgers playing so awful to, with Jameis Winston on the other side scoring five touchdowns. Someone in one of my group chats said it was like Jameis Winston and Aaron Rodgers did a Freaky Friday and they switched bodies and got the skills with that as well. So <laughs> Packers lose 38-3 to in a uh, total beatdown. 
And then you have the Patriots go and um, play a very close game against Miami. But Miami goes out on top with a 17-16 to victory. Mac Jones looking really good. The Jets and Zach Wilson go up against Darnold and uh, the Panthers with Darnold defeating his old team in uh, another fun-looking game. And, yeah, lots of things, and we'll get more in-depth with the first week of the NFL season on Thursday. So there's lots to, uh, you know, take in. And, you know, as I explain my frustrations with the Giants, especially Jason Garrett's play calling on the offensive side, it is only week one. You know, I'm... I will have more to say on Thursday about the Giants, but most important thing was just have an amazing day with buddies, talk with all my Giants fans I talked to throughout the season, and just being a part of a community to cheer on your team. Nothing beats that. It was such a beautiful day after quite the emotional weekend, and it was just great to see some football. We got 60 more weeks to go, and we're going to enjoy every second of it. And... Yankees and Mets in the Subway Series. Uh, the game's not over yet for Sunday the, by the time we're recording this, but, you know, what a humbling thing to watch on Saturday night. Seeing the Yankees and Mets come together for a special night, an emotional, difficult night. But thanks to those amazing athletes, we remember that there's always another day to overcome our obstacles. We never forget the tragedy and the bad things that put us in those circumstances but at the end of the day we take it in we get up and we move forward and the Yankees and Mets did exactly that on Saturday night and the Yankees won a thriller with Aaron Judge really stepping up two big home runs a great catch in the uh, a great diving catch in the ninth inning you know just great fielding all around and was happy that the Yankees won that game specifically for obvious reasons but besides that Besides all the sports and uh, talking about my family and friends time, let's focus on today's episode. Anthony Perez, a.k.a. Perez, is a TikToker who is quite the young man. He's very funny. He knows how to go viral. And he has a lot of great things to say when it comes to the world of TikTok creation. And he's on the show today and you're all going to love him. I guarantee it. You can find his content throughout all social media platforms, which he will address throughout the podcast interview. We will talk about him being a content creator and his creative process, what it's like to be part of this so-called TikTok generation of young men, women, and people who are creating videos for TikTok and, you know, getting a great profit out of it and that type of impact it is creating on the whole world. So we get into that. We just learn about his influences, what makes him him, and we're going to really enjoy this very great interview and this awesome perspective on the TikTok generation as we talk to a TikToker who's gone viral and his videos have literally been seen by millions of people. So we're in for a treat and let's get to it. Anthony Perez, aka Perez, let's get into it. Here we go. Everybody, 
great content creator that we are about to introduce to you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world. He is an up and rising star in the internet community, whether it's story time, good advice, or hilarious comedy skits. This guy's very talented. He has one great future ahead in the world of content creation. Without further ado, this is Anthony Perez, a.k.a. Perex. How are we doing, Anthony? And tell us where we can find your content specifically. Thank you for having me on, Matt. So basically, you can find me on YouTube, Prex221, Instagram, Prex221, um, TikTok, Prex222. And I had TikTok, Prex221, but sadly, a few days ago, well, a few weeks ago when this podcast is out, my account got deleted permanently. What? So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we have to start with that. What happened there? You don't mind me asking. <laughs> so I had like about like nine, about about 90K. And wow. they they just, well, like Monday, Monday, right? So mm-hmm. they deleted it. They just got, I got a message and they were like, um, listen, you have, you did too many content violations and we're deleting your account permanently. You could submit an appeal. I always submit an appeal. Who knows if I get it back? But to be mm-hmm. honest with you, bro, I'm not even tripping because like, I saw it coming months ago because everybody, on, I don't know if you'd be on TikTok like that, but do you? Yeah, we do for the show. You can go check us out at Productive Conversations at TikTok. Yeah, specifically at TikTok for the show. And I, you know, look at other stuff, but that's where yeah. the content that comes out is all the highlights from this show. And there was a bunch of people back then saying that, like, my, like, TikTok's deleting my account. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm like, oh, like, this could happen to me. So I got to be careful. So I saw it coming months ago. You know, like, I'm not really stressed too much. Yeah. I, that's why I made two accounts prior. So I still got my second account, which is at 6,000. But I've been grinding for, for both accounts. I post, I posted before it got deleted, right? For each, every day. Mm-hmm. So and I'm still doing that my second. So it's not going to stop me. That's the thing. Exactly. You still have other platforms like YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, We've seen correct. that. Hundreds of thousands of examples of people getting censored and then fighting through it and still growing a great audience. You just never give up, bro. It's the thing. No matter what's stopping you, bro, it's just always a way around it. You know, that's what I that's how I see it personally. That's what I love to hear, man. The grind never stops. And we'll definitely hear what got you to this point. We, but let's start with your origin story, Anthony. Talk yeah. to me. Where are you from? You know, what's uh, you know, what was it like growing up in the place you were? And, you know, tell me about your early years and then we'll talk about how that helped you become a content creator. So let my audience know about you. Uh, so I was born and raised in Stanford mm-hmm. and I grew up. Um, how do I say this? I grew up pretty nice. I had a, I had a family. Parents mm-hmm. loved them, you know. Beautiful. Um, I went to Roxbury Elementary School up north. Simple middle school. For elementary school, it was I. I never got bullied, nothing like that. You know, I had yep. friends, everything. Middle school came along, and I wanted to go to a different school. That was my district. Long story short, I went to a whole different school, and it was a, let's just say, it was like a different community. Okay. It wasn't, it, it was like more of a, a bad community. It was like mm-hmm. a place where attend people, like delinquents, if that makes sense, like juvenile, yeah. you know what I mean? So- what- that was a place with uh, more obstacles than others. Yeah, and the reason why is because it was a small school. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my mom liked small schools because she thought I wouldn't get lost. Like she really cared about me, but she didn't know deep into it, you know? Yeah. So I went there and it kind of, I'm not going to lie, that school really made me like know, have more knowledge about the real world and other schools because like counselors went to, some people went to jail and now like I know mm-hmm. somebody who's doing still jail time to this day for, mm-hmm. for, bunch of charges you know like i don't want to say but it's just like it's really i don't know they just got that mindset you know and i just Mm -hmm. real like i don't know i feel bad for them but luckily after that after middle school i went to a private school so i was the only one on my fun fact i was the only one in middle school to graduate go to a private school which i'm really blessed look at that awesome stuff yeah Mm-hmm. And it was once I went there it was pretty straight, you know. I got I, I got I didn't really got bullied, but it was just I had a small circle, you know. So you always gotta yeah. rock a small, you know, to keep it fair. The ones who are loyal who won't turn your back on you. You always gotta be careful, bro, because you True. never know. Each year is like you lose somebody, but I've learned the hard way that you just gotta accept that and move move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But yeah, besides that, life. yeah. I had a few friends and Leading up to the content, right? Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of um, relationships in and out, and it was it wasn't really affecting me in my school, you know, all that. But after that, after relationships and everything, I was how do I say this? Once I graduated, the summer of senior year, I was like, "Yo, I gotta do something," because I know I'm gonna be bored in the summer, <laughs> and I just don't want to be working all day. I'm gonna be honest. I always, growing up, I've always done, I've always worked with my dad. Never had no other job in my life. Always mm-hmm. cutting grass, landscaping. My, my dad owns his company. I would work on my dad since, literally since fifth grade. And that don't mean like doing heavy stuff. I was like help. I was there keeping him company because he was, he was my dad, you know? Yeah. So I had experience when I was young and then I just kept on going from there. So I'm like, yo, I want to do something else, bro. Like, I don't want to just do this. So... The first thing, like, it was like um the day after prom. Day after yeah, I remember prom. this, bro. I, mm-hmm. call, I call one of my best friends at the time, right? And I'm like, on FaceTime, I was driving home. I was driving from Norwalk to Stanford to drop off my suit because it was just after prom, right? So yeah. I call my friend. I FaceTime him. And I'm like, yo. And he was like, yo, what's up, bro? And my friend's from New York. Mm-hmm. So he drove all the way to my school every morning from New York. He's from White Plains. I'm like, yo, be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm funny? I just said like that. I, I didn't say nothing, YouTube, anything. I'm like, do you think I'm funny? And he was like, hell yeah, bro. I think you're funny. Like, yo, like, why? Like, why are you asking that? And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm thinking about starting a, a YouTube channel. And then he was like, do it, bro. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm, you're, you're funny. You're entertaining. You should do it. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, because I, I might have to get a camera or that. I, I don't know. I'll let you know, though. So I hang up. And I was going to go see, hang out with a friend that same day. Yep. So I go pick up the friend from Stanford High. I pick up the friend. And then I ask her, yo. And this is my first time meeting her. We text, mm-hmm. but this is my first time meeting her. So I ask her because I'm really eager about this. I really like, you ever had like a feeling that you always wanted to do, but you just like, you don't, you just want to ask more people to see their advice on it. Oh, definitely. That's, I mean, anyone who's especially creative, who wants to put those both that, talent out there those creative bones you do at, try to seek approval first before you uh you know before you make the big move at the end of the day it's all on you you have to have the confidence yeah. in yourself but definitely at first 
even if some people think it's naive to say like, what do you think of this? And then before you know it and you believe in yourself, you're out there making your passion. So I do know yeah, where you're coming from. I feel like for me, like opinion matters a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? And regardless, if I get like um, negative opinions, like, yo, don't do it. Like I was like, I, I, I want that sometimes because like it's just like, OK, that's reality hitting me. But I'm not going to let that stop me because reality is there. The thing is, are you going to hit you and go down or are you going to keep on going? That's the thing that people don't see sometimes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I asked the girl, you think I'm funny and think about you doing YouTube. She was like, you should do it, you know. But nobody knew that I was going to take it serious because some people, here's, here's, here's a fun fact. When I was little, I never wanted to do YouTube. I had no idea what YouTube was. Mm-hmm. I'm being like, I never heard, like when I was like in middle school, um, I started watching YouTube sophomore, junior year of high school. Really? I was that type of kids who would just watch television straight up, whole middle school, never watch YouTube. Like I yeah. would make fun of my cousins for watching like, YouTube videos mm-hmm. when I was younger because I didn't know what that was. They were watching like gamer videos, like PewDiePie and stuff. Like I'm like, what are you doing? Like I, I was making fun of them because you know? <laughs> I had no idea. I was I was older than them, right. and then I was watching television. And then next thing you know, I I love it. I, what I what I really loved about those YouTube was like vlogging. They were vlogging right. challenges, um, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Story times. That was yeah. a huge one. And I'm like documenting like, life like that. Yeah, and keeping it like entertaining. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm like, yo, like that is. It will always keep my. But I never had the mindset of doing it when I was in high school. I don't know why, but after high school, I was like, yo, I really wanted to do this for the summer because I was gonna be bored, nothing to do. So I told him, and I told the girl, and she was like, you should do it. Next thing you know, to my mom, my mom was down, and then. <laughs> Like same week, I think. <laughs> bought a camera, bought a laptop. This mm-hmm. laptop, I bought SD card. I oh yeah. Um, the multi card reader to connect to the computer. I bought another SD card. Bought two batteries, bro. I told you, Matt. When I tell you, I'm I was dedicated to this, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I was dedicated to this. I bought That's a what I'm tripod, about, bro. bro. Here's the camera itself. Like. I, I, here it is, like, it's uh, a beautiful camera. one. Everyone, for those uh, listening, he's showing off a nice camera, Canon camcorder right there. It's a Canon G7X Mark II, if y'all wondering. Ooh, perfect. We're getting yeah. endorsements. Yeah, Soon Canon's got a sponsor for this. Yes, let's go. <laughs> but like, yeah, basically, once I bought everything, I and mind you, right, be, mm-hmm. prior, I was researching how to use iMovie, how to edit. Mm-hmm. I was researching because I'm not going to hop into it. And, no, no. I was watching YouTube videos on how to do YouTube. Yeah. You know, that's just how you got to do it. So, of course, I was having I was like, because I'm nothing about iMovie. In junior year, I had one class and I was taking Adobe Photoshop, editing iMovie. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really mind you. I don't want to do YouTube back. Then, so I didn't care. I was like, OK, I'm going to get this. A. that's it. You know, right. like in high school, you just don't you want to get the A sometimes. You know what I mean? Right, you want to just so, get out there. Yeah, get out. Just go to school and get out. That was me personally, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I bought my stuff. I was learning to edit, and I bought a Photoshop, a, a, a software Photoshop. I've learned that. I spent the whole day learning how to edit thumbnails. And throughout time, I, I personally feel like I got better throughout time. Like, if you look at my, my, my new like videos from two years ago compared to now, I personally feel like I got better with thumbnails, you know? 
Yeah. And it's just practice. You or it's consistency, practice, all that. It depends how badly you like you want to do this. You know what I mean? And with all that watching videos, I'm like, damn. And then I'm like, okay, I gotta keep a schedule. At first I was posting two days a week. Then I was having too much fun with it. I'm like, and people liked it. So like mm-hmm. my friends and family. So I'm like, yo, like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this three days a week. So I started doing story times. And I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really I wasn't really that and I, I could have done better in my story times two years ago, but I just kept on doing it. Mm-hmm. And people didn't like it. Like some people told me, like, yo, you shouldn't do this, you should do this with your videos. But and, and I took that advice. I'm like, all right, like I let you know, you know what I mean? But yeah. no matter what, I was gonna post three days a week. So I just I was like, I don't care, I'm gonna do this. I just gotta do it better. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're watching it. I'm doing it and they gotta watch it. So I took I took advice. Bad advice is also good advice. You know, you gotta take it regardless. Yeah, those are the trust but verify type of advice. Matt, like even if it. it hurts you, Matt, you still gotta take it no matter what it, you know what I mean? Oh yes. You especially. don't gotta agree with it. You don't gotta agree with it. You just gotta take it. Like, okay, let's see how maybe, maybe they write. You never know though. Exactly. We all should always listen to criticism, constructive criticism. And like you said, whether you agree with it or not, still take it in. You make the final decision on what you're going to do with it, but it's always good to hear other perspectives. Always. I, I, I always tell myself it's not always good to hear good. You always got to hear at least some bad. So, you know, bingo, bro. Bingo. You know, like um, I remember um, I'm going to tell you one time I got a hate comment. It was like my first hate comment. Right. Oh, yeah. And I showed Jeff, you know, Jeff, right? Yeah. And he was like, yo, you're doing something good. You got haters now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. Yo. No, I seriously. I, I, yeah. I hear it, that. It you... was so funny. It was it was like some stupid comment. Like, I hate you. Or something like that. I don't know. Like, quick. Hey, they're taking the time to still give you views and numbers. So, yeah. fuck it. It was like a year ago. It was lit. And then I remember when I got my first, like, good comment. Like, uh, um, hey, I don't know. I don't know you. Um, No. Hey, you don't know me, but I watch your videos. It's really nice. This is like. Two weeks of doing YouTube. I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all, this feels good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. So you, I, you made you somebody's know, day as an audience, man. Yeah, and that was like two years ago. Or 40 and I just kept on going. Yeah, and I just kept on going three days a week, bro. You know? Look at day that, day. Brody. I did took, I'm not going to lie, I did take like a, a break a month because, you know, had to deal with some stuff. But of course. besides that, I've been, I've been going back on, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, this is really great. Thank you for sharing that. This is exactly what I was hoping to hear in an Orange Story. So you go in, you first learn about a work ethic in general, working for your dad, um, doing that labor at a young age. And then yeah. you just find your passion one day and simply you love to make people laugh. You saw the, you got the resources out there. You invested in yourself, put oh, yeah. some cash Work on it, to, and two years later, you got a legitimate following, man. I mean, this is really great stuff. Thousands of subscribers, thousands of followers on social media platforms. You said before TikTok hitting the 90K range and still will get have those people find you one way or the other. And yeah. you're really uh, proving yourself, man. And this is only the beginning, man. I know we just met, but I'm proud of you, dude. This is awesome to hear, man. I just love hearing people really Not making yet, an thanks. effort in content creation. You want to hear something funny? Definitely. Tell us. <laughs> so, like, last year, 
right? <laughs> I remember this, and I'm, I'm and I'm giving you advice too. This is I feel like this is good. You know what I mean? Yeah, tell so, us. It, it's Let me funny. Know. It's funny. I promise you. <laughs> Last year, probably like before COVID, I feel like right. Mm-hmm. Or when it was about a when when it was about a hit, I'm like, yo, I don't like TikTok. What is this? Like, it's so weird. And my cousins and like my friends loved it, bro. I had, yeah. I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, I'm not dancing. <laughs> what? Like, this is like no lip sync so videos. Yeah, like, <laughs> bro, this is like musically. This is so like cringe. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with it. It's like weird. I don't know. I'm not dancing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not doing this. I don't care if I if I get um a following from this from dancing. No, I don't care. Because people were saying, yo, yo, it's so easy to blow up, it's so easy to blow up. I'm like, I, I'm not dancing, bro. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> throughout time, I'm like, you know what? Why not? So I downloaded the app, right? And I tried to make my first but it felt horribly. It was like some I forgot. It it had something to do with condoms in the CBS store. Pick it. I forgot how <laughs> the video went, but I don't think I ended up posting it because I don't know how to use the app, you know? Yep. So I, I didn't do it. So I'm like, okay, I got the app. I'm going to look. I, I was on my For You page looking for a good video. And I'm like, okay, how can I turn this into something that I could find it funny? You know what I mean? So what's it called? I wasn't, I was posting here and there. And then next thing you know, I was I was using sounds. I was using other people's sounds. Mm-hmm. And I would use my sounds too. And whatever was trending, I would make into a joke. It was hard, but I, it really helped me when COVID hit because I would stay home and just do it. You know, like I would always do it. I was out, I was indoors, safe, all that. Right. Next thing you know, around December, no. I caught COVID January 1st. Oh, sure. damn, bro. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. Yeah, my dad caught it first. And that's how I got it from I got it from my dad. Mm-hmm. So he's good. I'm good too, you know? Thank Glad God. Yeah. So basically, when I caught COVID, I was officially trapped in here. I couldn't leave. Really? And I was doing videos after videos after videos. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, 20K, 30K. 40k right and then i have one video that has almost well had almost 10 million views and it was like a seven second video and it's it's on my instagram i know that for a fact i just don't know it's like all the way down you know what i mean but i remember i remember the video and 10 million yeah (laughs) do you remember exactly what you did in it yeah, um, what's it called? It was like, um, if you have an ant infestation, it was like a lady talking. She was like, if you have an ant infestation, all you need to do is get a spoon, put baking soda, and put honey, put it in the ground, and then all the ants will come. And she said it so vividly, come. And then, I would, <laughs> and then the camera was putting on my face. Oh, no. And I would just put lotion all over my face. But, <laughs> but like, they don't know it's lotion. So, like, I put, I'm right. spraying it. Look, I'm spraying it like this, and my face cam is right here, so they won't see that lotion. But they think, you know what I mean? You get the joke. Oh yeah, exactly. It's that, the illusion. So you know, you know, if you know, you know. And then people just, you know, I don't know people, and then they just. The reason why I also like got more views from that is because um the algorithm people really commented a lot, mm-hmm. and at the time they were saying 
you look like Pete Davidson, Walmart version of Pete Davidson, um, Dave P, Dave Peterson, something like that. Mm-hmm. This kid looked like Pete Davidson, um, all that. And I was like, uh, they were like Pete Davidson's little brother. And I'm like, damn, this is like 80% Pete, bro. Like, what? And, <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. And I just, I just took it as a joke. I started trolling on the IG. I, um, I, screen, um, I screenshotted a comment. And after I just posted a picture of Pete Davidson and me. Exactly. It's good to uh, it. It, ha- exactly have fun with it. Make fun of yourself. Show you have a sense of humor because no one likes anyone who's sensitive like that. And now I just laugh at it. You just exactly. you never you can never take it back because then they're gonna keep on going at it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, good stuff, man. And man, what a story. When you saw these numbers keep going up and up and up, did you have this tingly feeling in you? Were you like, wow, first, this is yeah. really getting somewhere? At first, yeah, but then I kind of got used to it afterwards. I'm like, oh, I had 20k, that's good, you know. Like I, I was like, that's that's good, you know. But I at first, that. I'm like, yo, I'm so hype. I got like 10k on like 10,000. Like, Mom, look, I got 10,000. Mm-hmm. And then the 10 million, I'm like, bro, like under I'm here to stay. We're using it, and I'm just like, I just kept on going. I always post it four days a week. I mean, four times a day, always. And when that. That last part, you three o'clock, five o'clock, and seven o'clock. Look at that, keeping that grind. And that last part, you said that the other like big meme pages were po- reposting it too. Did you just say that? Yeah, but they never tagged me in it, bro. I realized oh. it. Yeah, That's you gotta get thing. that copyright stuff. It's because um, what's it called? I don't know. How. Someone DM me, yo, is this you? And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, it's my viral video. Like, mom was viral on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, but it was on DM on Instagram, and I click on it. It was a meme page on Instagram. It had like a, a million, two million followers. I'm like, damn. They didn't story. tag me out. Oh, bro. I'm like, I don't care. It's whatever, though. Does like that the tags on TikTok, on the TikTok list. Does. Okay, cool. If they want to, they can go. I'm not stressing, you know? That's what I was going to ask. If something happens like that, are you someone who wants to credit or you just want to put your stuff out there and hopefully this leads to people leading your way um, to your stuff? And It would be nice for the tag, but... If they don't, I ain't gonna complain. You yeah. know what I mean? It'll be nice, but if they don't, it's whatever. Hear that, hear that. So let me ask this. I know this is gonna be a very broad question, but uh, for someone like you who's had success getting into those ten thousand thousands, even millions of viewers on certain videos, like what is one person's way to approach that? Is it all in your hashtags? Is it all in your comment section? Is it all just posting wherever you can? I know it's a very broad question and everybody's different in getting there, but if you is there a way to get there or is it just all about consistency and when you hit, you hit? So I got a secret. You want me to tell you? Yes, please tell us the secret. Basically, right? How I gained a thousand followers. No, no, 24 hours. Promise. It was because of TikTok. Mm. That's why. On YouTube. And it's really hard to grow on YouTube. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to grow on YouTube, right? But... I always post, whenever I post a YouTube video, I always post snippets, right? On my TikTok. Mm-hmm. I did a public interview. Couple switch phones, part two, right? Filmed out in New York. <laughs> Next thing you know, I did a snippet and I was posting snippets, right? Mm-hmm. And the same day I was filming, 
I only filmed Fridays and Saturdays, like public interviews. I love public interviews. Oh, you know yes, I mean? of course. Me and my brother have done that before in the past, too. It's nice, right? It's just, you just exactly. have a good, like, you know. You just have to have the patience because since you're dealing with the public, some people are definitely about it. Some are not. And some people like to be dicks about it. That's why well, yeah. you just keep awesome. asking. And mo- nine times out of ten, as long as you're not afraid of rejection and you have the patience, people will give you good stuff. Honestly, man, I got used to it with your rejection. Like, <laughs> exactly, man. I got, I got used to it, bro. You can't make like, it in this business without getting used to rejection. Like after I was like, when I'm like, yo, can I shoot a question for it? They're like, no. I'm like. Okay, um, have a good day. Bye. Like, simple, exactly, bro. right? Simple as that. Day, Can't take it personally. Like, I went to the mall at first when I first started doing that. I went to the Stanford Mall like, mm-hmm. in my in my hometown. And then the Noah, where you're from. Yep, bro. that's right. The big Sono collection. Nobody wants to do it there, bro. Right. That's it's, why I go to New York now. I don't go here. I don't want to be here, bro. Like, to film amen. the interviews here. Eh, bro, I'm not joking. 80% was no's. Right. You're better off in New York when you have the whole world, the people from all over the world there. Some are naive. Some want to make it big, too. That's what's tough specifically like where we're at, you know, in the suburbs of New York or anywhere, really. That's not in a big area. It's easier in your big cities where you have all different types of people to ask those questions. That's what I feel like, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's it called? So let me let me finish. Right. So I I posted from the public interview. I had four snippets. Same video, just four different parts. I posted the first one, second one, third one. It was like 8 p.m. We were at the mall in New York. I'm like, should I post this one? I don't know, because I already posted too much. I might take the shake. Just do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I post the last one. Let me think about it. Come home. I'm exhausted. I edit a little bit. I go to sleep. Bro, when I woke up, that bit, the last one I posted, that snippet, I remember the snippet completely. It's on my main account, but I got deleted, Sally, right? Mm-hmm. It got over a hundred thousand when I woke up views. Ooh, let's go. And I'm like, yo, let me click on my bio on my TikTok. That video had like 10,000 views. And I had like, I gained like, like 500 subscribers when I woke up. Look at that. So I'm like, yo, this is an insane. And I just, right now the video's at 20,000 and I gained about a thousand subscribers. So I was pretty happy Beautiful. about that. That that got me more excited. I'm not gonna lie, that got me more excited than I was like the same amount actually. Take it back, like the same amount when I hit ten almost ten million. So yeah, because you know I mean? that was a, I love, you know what I mean? Like, it's just satisfying to see your hard work pay off and doing what oh, yeah. you love regardless of it. And at the same time, you just like you can't be surprised sometimes because it's like you've been doing this for like ever, you know what I mean? Like I've been yeah, that's a good for, point. Like, you know, Excellent yeah, point right there. Wins are short-lived, then that's why we just keep going for it. And if you know, you know, and that's where your confidence comes from. Yeah, that's, you know, it's throughout the path, you got to enjoy it too. You know? Man, and huge congrats to your success. And uh, I mean, look at that. Let's tell our audience one more time. We're going to re- re- do it at the end, but tell us where we can find your stuff to check out these viral hits and the future of it and more that is coming. So if y'all want, y'all can see the main, if it's, if it's there. Cause again, I got to appeal. Remember Matt, it's appealed. So let's see yep. who knows. I've seen some accounts make it back live. Surprisingly. I don't know how, but we'll see. So the main is Prex 221. The YouTube is Prex 221. Instagram and the 
the reason why you should check me around on Instagram is because I post the same amount on TikTok mm-hmm. on Instagram. So Instagram Pexel21. Snapchat, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the TikTok is Prex222. So yeah. Definitely, man. That's all about let check his stuff out, everybody, ladies, gentlemen, and people. So we hear that, man. And again, congrats on that success there. Going viral keeping the grind going and we love a great story like that. So I just also wanted to talk about the different videos you do. As I mentioned, you do comedy skits, as you said, with that one, with the, um, <laughs> the viral boom goes the dynamite with the ants. Yeah, the ants. Yeah. <laughs> you also crazy. tell great stories. As I mentioned, as you mentioned before your story time, Instagrams yeah. and using, you know, various graphics to pull a story along and such. And you also do these great, advice videos as well. Like I saw you and this girl were talking about, um, you know, relationship dynamics. I thought it was really interesting in perspectives and um, hearing each person's side on dealing with the dating world nowadays. So I was wondering when you have these different types of videos, do you approach them the same way? I mean, obviously, if you don't want to be funny, you, you know, take the comedic route. But also when you look, do the more wholesome videos and hearing people out, um, do you approach that the exact same way and just trying to get that content or is it different by uh, each video? It's I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit hard to change the vibe because it's mm-hmm. like when you're doing something for so long in the same amount, that's why I personally tend to change it up. You know, like right. sometimes like like my subscribers know it, like sometimes I'll post story time. Sometimes I'll post a vlog and that vlog might be crazy. Last year, my vlogs were insane. Like, I I don't regret it, but it's just like, yo, like, damn. But like, <laughs> so it'll, it'll be maybe the next video, uh, um, me and my baby cousin or something like that. I don't know. Right. And then it'll be like, because I have a baby, my baby cousin. So like, you know, or it could be something like nice. It, it could be crazy. Then, then the next day, nice. Or the next day, sad. You never know. Because mm. like, you know. So you're always someone who likes to switch it up and show your diversity. And I make sure they know that. I make sure they know that because, like I said, sometimes, I don't know about you, Matt, but it's like sometimes some people don't like doing the same thing. They always got to switch it up somehow. It's going to be, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, we're at this point over 100. change a little bit, you know? Absolutely. We're at this point with me personally, over 100 shows at this point, and I'm bringing all types of different people. Mainly, yeah, like you said, to switch it up. Be fresh, have a different audience come in and see what else is out there. You're right. You can only do so much if you do the same thing. But we have this opportunity and people are eager to get themselves out there. So why not? So it's easier in that sense. And now that there is a track record to get new guests such as yourself and other people coming on in the future, I know exactly where you're coming from. You have to you have to reinvent yourself every chance you get. But also like. Not for you, but for me, people got to know that because yeah. for you, you have guests on every single, well, every single week, right? Or not? Yep. Twice a yeah, week, right? new guests every week. Twice a week. What days? We're every Monday and Thursday with the new guests. It's perfect. It's like every guest, that's, you get every new topic to talk about, right? For exactly. me, people might expect the same thing. That's why I let them know right. I'm not like that. Um, you're not going to see every story time from me. If I want to post a vlog, I'll post a vlog. You know, mm-hmm. you got to let them know. Yes. Get mad. 
sugar spice and everything nice. You just go out there and prove your talents. You're like an actor who wants to not just be a comedic actor. You're like a Jim Carrey, but you go out and you do your dramas, your action comedies, your You got to let them know so they stuff. don't get mad. Like, yo, I thought you was just doing this. Like, you mm. got to let them know sometimes so they don't get mad when you do change. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So you're so you get it, you know? Absolutely. You're right. So you're saying here and it's good, good advice is to always communicate with your audience that you're trying to new different things. You're being experimental. Like you would say that is a big key in your journey in this. Yeah, because like I said, they, they're going to get mad if you that I, like just change up and they're going to be like, yo, mm. I was expecting this. Like, what's this? But, yeah. you know, it's like, if, they, if, if they get mad then you know, they're not the real ones, you know? Absolutely. Those who will stick by will stick by you. It's like a music artist that, um, you know, some will reinvent yourself, you're feeling and some you just don't understand. But hey, it's like maybe like like this, right? Um, some people like YouTubers do music or people who do music want to do acting or yeah. actors want to do music or fighters want to do music. It's like exactly some NBA get players who want to do music. Damien, yeah, Lillard. right. <laughs> people get mad, and it's just like, well, some maybe what if they're bored of doing that? You know, what if they don't want to do right. that no more? It's not their choice. They grind it hard. Now they can do whatever they want. You know, the thing is, if you don't let them know, if you don't got loyal support with them, that's where you know, like excellent points right there, and that's key. And like you said, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Whoops. At the end of the day, that as long as your audience cares, you let them know your appreciation for them, then they're going to support you when when you reinvent yourself and try different things and they will stay loyal no matter what. That's why we appreciate our audiences and we'll never, ever take it for granted. We can't do what we do without an audience. And that's why we love and appreciate them. It's facts, Matt. No doubt, bro. Another question I'm interested in. As you mentioned, you know, or as we all have mentioned throughout that, you know, you're out there, you put content out there. I would also it's also fair to say that, you know, you're part of a generation of TikTokers or they call the Zoomers or Gen Z's who go out and, you know, make a name for themselves. Like, um, you know, I'm a little bit older than you and not a lot of people my age per se want to pursue uh, YouTube videos and being filmmakers and stuff. And now as there's been more options like the TikToks and Instagram videos, um, if you want to be a filmmaker, now you can put your stuff all over the internet. It's given more people opportunities and passions to go out and make their own content. So I was wondering, does it mean anything to you that you're a part of this generation of up and coming TikTokers or tub of content, content creators more specifically, I should say, like, does that make a difference to you? Is it like, wow, this is cool. But you know, because of that, there's a lot of competition and you're still promoting your own brand. Is there anything to that to you? I don't see this competition. Mm-hmm. I see it as I'm blessed to be here because if I wasn't in this TikTok generation, right. Let's say like that Gen Z or something right. like that. Right. I wouldn't have blown up. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I don't think I've blown up like that, but that video blown up. You know what I mean? Right. That that snippet from my YouTube blown up. You know what I mean? That YouTube video it gave me motivation. You know. So to answer your question, I I don't see it as competition. Mm-hmm. 
I see it if if I had a friend, for example, right, who does this because nobody I know personally does this. Like, does it? You know, I don't got yeah. people. Like, I only got people like got maybe like two or three friends who do music, and I mm-hmm. and I support them. You know what I mean? Of course. But besides that, like, I don't see us competition. Obviously, we do different stuff. But like, if I saw a YouTuber, yo, like respect you got this you want from video got you if i have time i help you out or anything if you need questions i got you you know i see us help but i feel like i'm really blessed to be in this place where you could just easily blow up i didn't say you know? right because exactly. i didn't like it at first man i didn't like doing tiktok i was i was mm-hmm. literally working i'm like yo what's this like nah bro bug my cousins tell me we don't make a tiktok hey you learn to embrace it and you know I, i'm part of this generation too as i'm growing my show where like i said just hit 100 shows we're slow we're about to hit a year of doing this and i've learned too that you embrace it you support because we're all in this together we're just dreamers wanting to make a difference and there's no reason why we can't Make a name for ourselves with what we do in content creation, whether it's I podcast. A, I had a question for you. Yeah, if tell you me. Were, if you were back in high school, right? <laughs> would you be still interested in this? Like, if you were in high school and we and we still live in this generation where TikTok, right? And there's a bunch of people on YouTube now. Would you not do that, but be interested in that? Like, yo, like I want to be in the social media world. You know what I mean? Oh, 1000 percent, Anthony. And I would even have more use more of those resources to my advantage. You know, yeah. at first it, this was when I was in high school, you know, early 2010s, though, this was coming and people thought, man, this stuff could really boom. You're, this was like towards the beginning. You know, YouTube was about five years old when I was in high school and you're starting to see, you know, local people all over the country and world hitting it big. And then you see the correlation with that in filmmaking specifically, because that's my niche. And that's where, you know, I got my degree in doing film production. And I think I would honestly focus my time 100% into this. I try to get jobs as early as I can. I would try to make networking. I would network and try to get opportunities as soon as I can. So to answer your answer your question absolutely i would go do weird odd jobs while i can and not get judged for it just to get the money to use it so i would just so i if i could go back in high school instead of trying to you know be cool and trying to have girls like me or whatever i would just keep (laughs) just focus on making content right away because of how many opportunities it would lead to after so the passion would be even more and I will still keep that past with me at this point of life. And we're only going up from here. I got, I got one more question, Matt. I know Hell this yeah. is yours. I got one more question. Ask if me anything you, you want, man. You could ask me 10 million questions. I say that. If you could give one advice to yourself. Senior year, when you're about to graduate, what would you say? That's a great question, dude. One thing. I would tell myself, get jobs as soon as you can. That's what I would say. Get do your get a chance to be on set, even as a production assistant. Do you your be- do that back then. I did for sure, but I didn't really pursue that till more like my junior, senior college. Like that's when I had my first internship was the summer going into junior college. I would say go right away, work on yeah. sets more because as you've seen, a lot of these jobs want experience right away. 
I would tell myself to do the Adobe Creative Cloud as soon as like that summer going into college. Yeah. And, you know, I learned that stuff, your photoshops, your premieres, your auditions, your InDesigns, your After Effects. I learned it in my, you know, intro to filmmaking classes, but I would honestly buy the software now and just keep making stuff for the hell of it. That's what I would also say to myself, write every day, even if it's a bad idea, who cares? Just always write. You don't have to write full sentences. You don't have to write full scripts, but write like little bullet points and then yeah. take some time, a few months off and then go back to it with more experiences in life and see how you can interpret it. So I would tell myself is start working right away. You will still have plenty of time to socialize. You'll still have plenty of time to keep a healthy lifestyle. You'll still have plenty of time to uh, grow yourself. But I would just tell myself, get into it right away and make sure you make every single day a productive day and get be better than you were yesterday and you will get to your goals. So that's, that's what I would tell same. myself. That's Appreciate same, it, man. Bro. What would you say to yourself, you know, two years earlier before you go viral, before you have videos that hit the millions? Would you say anything to yourself for that advice? So you're talking about before I wanted to do YouTube? Because keep in yeah. mind, when I was still in school, I don't want to do YouTube or when I was thinking about doing YouTube. When you were more when you were thinking about doing YouTube, when you're I, asking your friends, am I funny? And what would advice would you tell yourself? What I would tell myself? Damn. <sighs> Damn, man, you got me good with that one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right. All right. Simple. All right. So keep on doing it every day. Yep. Right? Learn something new every day. And one other thing get TikTok. That's it. Get right. TikTok and be consistent on that. That's it. Literally. That's the key. And I would also say two more things to myself for advice. I'd say one, don't worry about rejection. Keep pushing forward. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. Don't be cynical. Don't hold a grudge. Just keep moving forward because it's their loss that they passed on you. I would tell myself that. And last but not least, always be your biggest fan. There may not be people who understand what you're doing. My parents didn't understand the podcast until very recently. And I still love them and appreciate for that. I would tell myself, always be your biggest fan because a lot, most of the times there's going to be some abuseful days. There's going to be days where you feel really down and things that work out. I would say just keep pushing, Matt. It's going to be okay. So you always have highs and lows. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And we're going to still push forward because of it. So great questions and excellent points there, Anthony. I appreciate you for that, man. I had another question for you. Yes. I, like my last question, you know. Hell, man! Like I said, you could ask any question you want, man. Seriously, as many <laughs> times as you want. I pay for it with these Zoom, so I don't mind at all. And plus, I like talking like this. So, yeah. Uh, don't be uh, afraid to ask questions. You could ask me whatever you want. Seriously. Uh, and if you want to ask a million times of it too, that's cool too. I bet. So, how how do you personally feel, like right, like all these seventeen, sixteen year olds blowing up? Yo, man, that's a great question. How do you, like, literally, bro, there's, like, people who are, like, 16, 15, 17, 18, blowing up. Literally. Dude, my my answer to that is I am so happy to see people into making content. I encourage that from the start. I I don't envy or have jealousy or think it's immature like some other losers. I think it's so cool that people 
are taking storytelling seriously. At the end of the day, we're just telling stories, you know. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love seeing it. And it's amazing for the future that people want to get into that. You know, like I said, I was the only one like in my high school. I was always known as a big film geek. I mean, look at this. Look at my back of my wall and always wanted to do it. And some people thought it was naive. Some people thought it was dumb and such. But now I see so many people my want to do, you know, do it. They get yeah, in the field. Yeah, yeah. They love you. it. They, and <laughs> I'm like, where were you all, you know, six, seven years ago? Um, even though bro, like, it goes far as 10 years ago. Early, Matt. You hopped on the early, bro. Yeah, I was just yeah. I just had a niche. Honestly, since I was five years old, Anthony, when I saw Toy Story, I thought, I want to be involved in this type of thing, whether films or TV or whatever. You didn't know what it was. You just wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. So I really love to see it. And that only means we're lucky as audience members because we're going to get so much great content throughout the years. And we're going to see these people become filmmakers to tell us and show us amazing stories. The future is bright for young content creators. And I only hope it keeps growing from there. And you all have my support. Yeah, I feel you. It's just like, for me, right? I don't know. I'm just like, how can you even grab that? Like, you're still in high school and you just yeah, grew right. up. Like, you could literally leave and have your own life. But, like, you're too young for Essentially. that. You know I, mean? I don't know. It's, Once it's you so hit 18, crazy, bro. as long as you don't have representation manipulate you and, like, higher up. It's because it's the internet, bro. And the people, yeah. and like, I feel like when you're younger, people get to you more when you're younger. You know, I, I feel Absolutely. like, I don't know. I feel bad, though, because they're going to some people get mad hate when they're mad young. It's just it's, it's that's envious, bro. People who are mad people, are, and people, people like get that. really jealous. Yeah, it's all jealous and envy at the end of the day. They're the ones who want to be big. They're the ones who want to have influence. And all I could say is you've got to let that shit go. That anger, that spite is only going to kill you. And did, it's did just you have you people have in your times. high school, though, like wanted to like anybody like your friends wanted to like, oh, like mad. What you're talking about was dope. Like, tell me more. Or, like anybody you know, in your school. <laughs> mm, you know, when I was in school, I would say not really. You know, people were just I just always did my thing. I did a YouTube channel called The Sam and Matt Show. I would always like doing stuff with the high school paper, like making content when I can. And like at the time, it was relatively new, like brand spanking new. Pete, I don't even think like when I started in high school at the end, Instagram was only like a few months old. Like people would use Twitter more and stuff and people didn't understand what is about to take place in this generation. And Netflix wasn't even doing original content. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So I think so I think when I was more senior high school into freshman year college, that's when you see, you know, more viral videos. You see people now making movies through Netflix, the shows like yeah. Orange and New Black and House of Cards. That makes a difference. That makes people want to get cameras for the first time. Uh-huh. Vine started coming out and really. How do you feel about Vine? I miss it, man. It, it's, it's, you liked it? Our generation has those videos that you could just go and laugh at and pretty much TikTok as an extension of that. And I do like it. I, I loved Vine. I made Vines myself. And it's just cooler that we keep growing and growing more from that. And I think because I just naturally want to do it at such a young age, people didn't get it. And I think people would be more understanding now because 
you know, younger people are into making uh, videos and such. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So perfect. I think it was just a matter of times. It was just going with the times. And now there's only more to keep going from there. And I I'm glad I could still use that niche one way or the other. No, yeah, it's for a fact. You know, it's always good like that, you know. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. May may I ask another question for you? Is uh you know, we know what makes you stick out, we know what makes you different, and we know what makes you go from other content creators. So my next question for you is after this, what what's the future for you? What's the future for you, Anthony? Do you plan on just keep making more stuff? Do you see yourself maybe becoming a filmmaker someday? And maybe put your stuff and make short films and get in the film circuit. Do you want to be talent? What do you think uh, you want to do next? No, Matt, like when I was a junior, maybe, and people were asking me, like, what do you want to be when you grow up and stuff like that? I wanted to, I think it was a director or a producer. Yeah. For like for like shows and stuff like that. Like I want I just loved camera. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Whatever, if I'm in front of it or behind it. And then at one point I wanted to do photography for a little bit. Okay. There was, and there was also one point where I wanted to be a DJ. You know oh, what I mean? Like I, I wanted to do that. And like I have friends who do that too, you know? And you know, I've been in studios too. And I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like, produce engineers. Like, I'm like, yo, like, this is dope. So honestly, I feel like I'm gonna be doing YouTube as long as I can, Love and it. and I'm gonna be doing other stuff also. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But at the moment, right now, just YouTube. Look I like that. Right cool. Exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And we yeah, all yeah. know you're just keep growing and growing from there, Anthony. So I would ask too before we just switch it up a little bit is what advice, what final advice do you have for content creators and influencers in general? You know, you gave us advice on how you really make a name for yourself, but what else do you, would you say to those who want to make content, whether they were like you on the fence about, should I start making stuff or not? What would you say to those people on the brink of greatness? Anybody who's asking me, like literally anybody. Yeah. Anybody. All right. Um, you live once, just do it. Literally, like, what's what's what are you scared of? Like, people making fun of you. Like, bro, that's like, who cares? Like, you live once. You, you're gonna let people define your life. That could literally change your whole life, or that could literally make you the happiest person alive. And one person or two people are gonna stop you or something like that. Bullying, bro. It's like I get it. Bullying's hard. You know, it really affects people. But it's just like you get something you you gotta like let it hit you because it's reality and I don't care how young you are but it, it will hit you eventually you know any point in life so you just gotta learn how to get up and keep on going so just yeah and be consistent that's the thing if you're gonna do it cool if you don't like it all right at least you tried you know but keep on being consistent for a little bit do it for a month and see how it is never know man giving me gold right here. Great stuff. Great stuff, Anthony. We appreciate you for that. So before we do, 
the last part of this, I just simply want to geek out with you really quick about movies and TV, as you How's mentioned. Up? What were some of those shows you like growing up? What have you been binging now? What you're checking out nowadays when it comes to watching movies and TV? What you think about the new Spider-Man trailer? Yo, man, the <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be Avengers big. It's really I saw that they have literally the most views than Endgame. Yeah, I think it's going to be broke the record by a lot. Like, yeah, 100 million. I like that. I don't even remember, bro. Spider-Man something special, dude. You know, watching the comic book movies turn to a legit genre. It's oh, no, great. Yeah, and, you know, first you had Batman to show legitimacy. Like these are the Michael Keaton, Val Kemmer, George Clooney, Batman's the Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher's. I know the last two are ass, but um, uh-huh. then you have Chris. Then you have the Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is like, yo, Spider-Man was real. This is what it's like. And now you're like a Toby fan, right? Yeah, I would like, have to say that's of, my like, first out of the one. three. Yeah, yeah, that's right. my it one. You know, it makes sense. It makes no, sense. Oh, yeah. Like when I was I was what eight years old when the first Tobey Maguire movie came out. No, I was actually. Yeah, eight years old. I was eight years old and, you know, that started it all, bro. And was that your favorite I, one or the second or third one out of the, out of the Tobey movies from the Spider-Man? The second one's my favorite one. Nice. Full Doc, circle Doc, with that. Yeah. Doc Ock, you have the big nice. reveal of um Harry finding out about Toby Maguire. Uh, sorry, Harry find out Peter. We didn't know he didn't kill his father. He was there. Yeah, he was. That there. was nuts. I think the that finale was, was cool. Bro. Yeah, I think that's sweet. Watching and, that as a kid, bro, like people would never know how awesome that was for us. Like, absolutely. I don't know. Like, I feel like they'll never get that now. Right. Like, we, it's just this word moving by so quick, bro. Like watching that on a, on a square TV, like <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Buying it like a CD, bro. A yeah, CD, DVD time. People got Hulu and stuff like that on this now. I'm like, damn it, you're never getting that back, bro. Bro, I have this huge ass DVD collection that's pretty obsolete now because keep now, keep that. Trust oh yeah, they're never going gonna, away. It's gonna be memories for you when you get older, bro. Trust me, it's gonna be dope. You know, it's keeping those Blu-rays and it's good. Now I'm I have every single streaming service. I'm crazy. Like, well, pretty much the big ones. I have Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, Peacock, HBO Max, Apple TV. And I make sure and also Showtime and Stars. And I make an effort to watch at least five movies a week, probably. And like a couple of TV shows. And I was paying for it. I don't want to miss out on it. And I just love the art form. It helps me understand life a little more. And I like all perspectives. And I'll watch anything in every language and any time period it came out. Any genre. You got like a favorite um, topic? Uh, Genre, yes, sir? My favorite genre would be the thrillers. I love seeing... I love seeing intense stories like that. Some have action elements. Some have just intense drama. You know, I like to see the thrillers going out and there's really cool stories and how much that evolved. I also like myself some crime dramas as well. And, you know, I really do like a good drama. Uh, I will also say I love myself some comedies. Like I love classic rated R comedy specifically, like the Seth Rogen, Joe ba- Joe oh, no, yeah. stuff. So I would say that top three genres. So I'll say my Mount Rushmore genres, thriller, crime drama. I guess they could be, you know, associated with each other, but yeah. pretty much. And then 
we'll do comic regular comedies and i like a good drama like historical dramas i like seeing yeah. how things you know came together and such you know you know my favorite like one of my favorite moments that i cherish for high school that i love that so much? tell me me and my friends after school at night friday nights two three people right we would go see conjuring movies mm. or annabelle annabelle bro those were like bro, it, you know? hardcore horror movies like that. memories yeah hardcore and like they were all from i love me a good horror movie you know what i mean Excuse most of them are based on connecticut right Oh, yeah. It's funny how that works. There's the haunted Connecticut. Then you have the lake. I think lake where Jason's at Lake Crystal Lake is based is actually a place in Connecticut. So represent uh, the more the upstaters over there. They're crazy over there. at their horse. Yeah, stores. for a friend. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's insane how all this just. It's all it's in the it, like, all, it, bro, like It's in movies now. It's yeah. kind of stupid saying that, but it's like. They actually made a movie about it from here. You yeah. know? It, know, it shows crazy. that anything's possible with oh, no, storytelling yeah, now. Yeah, I would have to say those are some great ones. You know, I'll watch me a good rom-com if, as long as it's not corny. I like to see human relationships, you know, expanded. You know, not the cliched ones, but like obstacles and things that we relate to. I think the romance movies are good. <laughs> and I also just like specific, you know, directors out there shows like I love like Quentin Tarantino can't do no wrong to me I like Vince Gilligan what he's done with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul oh Breaking Bad oh yeah, yeah I heard about that I heard about that oh nice too you you never seen Breaking Bad I've heard about it a lot oh dude Anthony the I think only- you need to add that to your repertoire you want to talk about it especially oh absolutely the first episode is one of the greatest pilots of all time it's on netflix and the first season is a slow burn but it's so epic and then two from season two through five you you'll be hooked you'll be addicted you will really be amazed <laughs> greatest like season finale of all time absolutely i watched breaking bad in a week this was quarantine really? we couldn't do nothing yeah oh, I literally oh yeah, watched yeah yeah that makes sense yeah yeah literally a season a day and it was worth every second. The character development, the action, the amazing plots and writing. You will not be disappointed. And then Better really? Call Saul after that is a great prequel series. Really? Yeah, I, absolutely. I take, that I take note of that. You will not be disappointed. And I also like me some smartest Scorsese and Spike Lee. Uh, oh, yeah, Steven yeah. Spielberg. I love all those people. What are other some of yours? What are some of your favorite genre movies? What are other stuff you're into besides the horror? Horror, comedy, but action. Yeah. Yes, you know? Um, what's it called? I have one favorite TV show only. What's believe that? it or not. Like, I will watch it. The old ones over again. I don't care. Like I love mm-hmm. the Simpsons. That's the it. Simpsons, really? <laughs> That's it, bro. Yeah, Hell yeah. There's something to having thirty plus seasons to you. You know, yeah, bro. I love it so much. I've never, I haven't watched it in a minute, but like, bro, I love it. You know, dude. I I hear that the Simpsons is great. Still funny, and funny's funny. And again, they're still rock and rolling for that. And let me yeah. ask too. What's the scariest movie you ever seen? Oh, bro. Oh, that's a nice question, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it. 
I don't know the name, bro. This is <laughs> scary. It's um, it's like I think it's a Conjuring one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It's like a 2000. You know, you know how they always film it from the camera point of view, right? That POV shot. The guy shots. was like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's always from that. It's never from like an from like third person view. Never. Mm. It's always from first person view because they oh, I got a new camera and it's always filming that. <laughs> it's one of that, but okay. it's like um. It's like one of those Conjuring movies, you know what I mean? Cool, cool. It sounds yeah. like like almost like a twenty eight weeks later or days later. I know those do uh, did the point of view or Blair Rich project. Nah, it wasn't it was those. Mine? No, okay. So nah, the, one of the Conjurings, we'll take that. Yeah, probably the scariest movie I seen was Midsummer. Now Midsummer? Yeah. If you have Amazon it, Prime. Oh really? Uh, is it how scary? Is like so. This is what. This is how it goes. So it's about this couple who's failing. Their, their relationship is going to shit. And they decide to go to this special festival that happens once every 80-something years. And then they go and they realize it's actually a cult in Sweden. Oh. And they do some of the most fucked up things I've ever seen on screen to in my life. Out? Oh, they try. You'll see what happens, man. <laughs> you will see some of the most fucked up images in your life. In that, I've seen and some, I still I've, suggest bro, I've seen to see some it. like really, really gruesome image like oh, yeah. movies where people get stranded into strange islands and they like eat humans, bro. I'm like, <gasps> yo, like, and bro, I'm talking about like, I was 12, like, I was <laughs> young, man. <laughs> get your and shit another, ready. Another scary movie you should watch is um that I was like for me one of the scariest at the time was like um those chainsaw video like this those is what scary you ones like too. This is it doesn't look scary, but that's the ironic part. As I'm oh. showing him some images from Midsummer. Trust me, you'll you will be as a horror movie. You have real appreciation for it. You might like have the true what the fuck moments inside and out, but it's one great movie. And you know, so you, were, you know what I like it though, like scary movies. I feel like you like the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps the blood pumping. It keeps you. Oh awake. yes, you like eager. Like I, I, I love that. Like, like yo, it like, brings emotions out. At yeah, the end of the I day, I never close my eyes, bro. I can't. I'm like yo, I can't open them if not. Like you know, I just like those jump scares. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, I do too. The best movies are the one. The difference between a good movie and a great movie is a great movie brings out emotion, whether it's. Happiness, sadness, genuine fear. That's how you know you're watching some good stuff. So I hear that. And you were mentioning something about the slasher movies that um you liked. And it, stuff, it, it was like um it was like Jason the Chainsaw, something like that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That sound familiar? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It came First out it came out a few sense. years ago, right? A few years ago? Yes, there was the original one in the 70s and they remade it a few years ago. Yes. Yeah, that one um, the one that's remade. Mm-hmm. My dad bought it. He was like, You don't want to see it? I was young. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this dude, this dude fell asleep, and I was the only one watching it, bro. Matt, oh, it was bad. <laughs> was and it's bad, allegedly bro. based out of true story too, which you know adds to that fear. I, I, and I love the movies that are like based on true stories. I'm like, yo, like this oh, is gonna be time. ten times better. I miss that, bro. Like Friday Night's movies, like I don't know, I just missed that. You will get me in anything in based on a true story or movies or TV that's like. Could this possibly happen in real life? Oh well, yeah, in there. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it just like yo, like what's 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 gonna happen if it's based on true story? I never heard about. It. And then next thing I just look on the news, like yo, did this actually happen? And oh, it did. Man. 
Every time I wonder when I look at these news reports, when is this going to be made into a movie? It's like, yo, someone's having an experience right now as we're recording this that could be made into a movie in like a few years. You think they made the movie? You think that they make one about COVID? Oh, there'll be hundreds of them. It'll be just really? a theme. Like, you know how they have the World War II movie, the yeah. the uh, Vietnam War movies, the, um, you know, financial crisis movies. Uh, filmmakers always write what they know. And you'll probably get a time period where you'll have the COVID movie. You know, Me and Matt are calling it right now. There will be a COVID movie in around the year 2050 around there oh, it absolutely. has to be has to be at least one out before 2050 oh i think Not, there'll be more than one too <laughs> well yeah there has to be bro i just imagine the plot in that bro they're gonna drag it a lot but like bro oh yeah that too it's crazy like I don't know. i'm down to watch crazy. those a few years after this whole damn thing is over i'm not yeah i'm gonna be like i looked through that i remember that like, absolutely you know? dude so yeah, until then we're gonna be uh so rock and roll from there. But, yo, Anthony, there's one last thing we have to do. Been killing it for over an hour. And it's something called the Proust Questionnaire. And I'm going to ask you 10 short but deep questions. And I would just love to hear what you have to say about these questions. You ready to do it? Sure. All right. My first question for you is what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Like top of my head? Or yeah, like, top of your head or ever. What is your favorite word? Um, I would say beautiful. Beautiful. Like it. What's your least favorite word? No. No. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> trust me. Like, you know too, bro. Like, Oh, yes, brother. Uh, too much. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that word. <laughs> Even though we're stuck with it forever, but yeah. <laughs> My next question is not necessarily a sexual question, except for the people of dirty minds. When I ask this, this is more a life and fulfillment question. But what turns you on? Um, give me anything, right? Yeah, like some people like say, like I don't like fam being with family turns me on, or right. you know, being at the beach, stuff like that. Like, what brings you life? Uh, brings me life. Engaging mm. with people. Mm. Conversations, bro. The last time I had a conversation, like a genuine conversation with somebody new years ago, I promise you that's always See? a text, always a text, like genuine conversation. Like, don't got to be a date out to eat like that. Don't got to be a date or anything like that. We're chilling. Nice time. Drug free. You feel me? It's. Love, yeah, that's an important one too. It's nice. <laughs> that's a good point. Lie, Yo, and that's what I appreciate. I feel we got a genuine conversation out of this too. And I hope this isn't the last one too, Anthony. I mean that. No, yeah, for a fact. We'll keep going with it. Love it, bro. Love it. So, uh, having said that, what turns you off in this world? I'm sad to say it, but rejection. And the fact how people give up so easily sometimes. Mm, that's a major key. I, it is sad when people don't realize their potential. And yeah, they just, they're, they're just so young, bro. Like, bro, you could still do this. Like, oh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe you got that job, but so what? You could do it. You know? Do what makes you love. Like you said, you only have one life to live, and a lot of people make it in a difficult world. But we're and next not gonna thing make you know, they're going to be. 
they're gonna be like they're gonna quit and a few years later yo mm-hmm. can you help me come back on this it's like bro I told you when you were like you could have kept on doing it bro like why you wanna hop back in like by all means go for it but it's gonna yeah. be harder now when you started already left it in the dust you know what I mean depends on the issue I'll say it like that best of course as long you as you still have it in the back of your through. head keep pushing forward you're right and big key you don't know what people are going through but just give those supports don't tell them you're there for them and then they'll realize that they got the potential in them always man always so number five on this is what sound or noise do you love noise um honestly <laughs> uh wait actually nah um Ooh, I'm not. Nah, I take it back. <laughs> I was gonna say when I get a text message, but I was like, nah. <laughs> it's because like some some is good, but some is bad. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, like when say, you, when you're waiting for an important answer, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Always, you could definitely yeah. love, but you could also hate when it comes yeah. through. Um, noise or honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I spray cologne on me because that means it's gonna be a good day that's what i'm talking about it's gonna be a nice you know like yeah all right number six is what sound or noise do you hate hate oh when the debit card makes that noise like doing it like that you know what i mean like oh i can hear that pain (laughs) right now and my head is spinning yeah, when that when you when you make a purchase, no matter what, like you know what I mean, like yeah, just a little, just a little bit, like the only time those sounds are cool is with some of cash apps you or Vebos, you you get a key. Oh yeah, yeah. Besides that, though, it's like it's just a little <laughs> bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the paid. Oh, the paid. What's your favorite curse word? <sighs> um, hmm, that's it's hard. It's cut one. Cut. Yeah, is that yeah. Nah. Yeah, that's a that is that's a fir- that's a very rare one that people say, but it is a bad word. I say it sometimes, but like when I'm really mad, you know, but like Yeah. Yeah. Well. Number eight. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Probably directing, but you know who's who knows, maybe. maybe oh, it's never not. too late, man. Writers, you know, maybe or I wanted to do animation, but who knows? One of those things, you know? Hey, like you said, you're young. The possibilities are endless, and I can't wait to see what you're going to pull off in filmmaking. And no, yeah. By any chance, you never heard of a director named Ridley Scott? Sounds familiar, but nah. Yo, Ridley Scott has directed classics on classics, bro. He's directed Gladiator. He directed Blade Runner. He directed American familiar, yeah. Gangster. He did. Oh, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely sounds familiar from that. Yeah. He directed The Martian, Thelma and Louise, uh, the original Alien movie. He has one of the greatest careers of all time. And guess what, bro? He didn't start directing his first film until he was 40. That's honestly, that's motivation. 40 years old. That's, that's what he motivation. started. Exactly. See, it's never too late. It's never yeah. too late. This man swimming with Oscars, got the Golden Globe. Um, like I said, like I said, yeah, he's got blah blah blah. 
He's been nominated for two for three Oscars. He'll probably win one soon. He is a legend. And again, has didn't start directing until he was 40. So again, <laughs> shows that you can do it. Bro. Shows you could do it. Oh, yeah. Num- uh number nine. What profession would you not like to do? Not like to do? Mm-hmm. Um that's a good one, honestly. Oh, honestly, it, it could be anything, right? Yeah, it could be anything. Math teacher. <laughs> I feel that I just, too. I'm just not a huge fan of math, to be honest. Not, nothing wrong with it. It's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just not a huge fan, you know? Exactly. And like teaching kids? Eh, nah. <laughs> yeah, like, not yeah. for me. This I respect people who have a passion for teaching. I really do, but honestly, not props, for me. Props. You could deal with it? Props. Oh, right. Like, exactly. I was just already when I was done with school, I was done with school. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me, man. My last question for today is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Congrats on not giving up, no matter what it is. Just congrats on not giving up. And I'm proud of you, honestly. That's, that's a real that's answer all. right there. Man, Anthony Perez, you are a real one. You got my respect. I can't wait to see the great stuff you're doing, man. You have one great future ahead. Can you tell us one more time where we can find your stuff? So Instagram, Prexu21. Snap, Prexu21. TikTok, Prexu22. You can check Prexu21. Who knows if it's up when this video's up? If TikTok gets me my account back. If not, it's cool. Prex221 is my second. Currently, it's my main. And YouTube, Prex221. Beautiful, man. And we will confirm that at the beginning of the show in the intro, um, if it's on or not. But seriously, regardless of where those platforms are, you're growing, man. You're growing. And you got one great future ahead. Is there any other final words in general you want to say? Um, I think... I think that's it. It was nice having it was nice talking to you, you know. Definitely, man. Let's keep, keep this keep going. going at it. Oh, we will, man. It's I'm glad to have you part of this and uh, can't wait to see what we both are gonna pull off. We're not giving up and the future's bright. That's the great Anthony Perez, everybody, aka Parex. And you the man, bro. I can't wait to talk to you again. You have a great night. You too, Matt. Take care. Peace. All right. Peace, bro. That's Anthony Perez, everybody. Great job, dude. Great kid. So mature, so funny, so talented. And I'm sure we'll be seeing him keep rising the ranks in the world of influencers and social media. Great job today. I want to remind you, do not forget, do not forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And to check out exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So it was a great show. We have a great week ahead. Russ Miller is coming on the show this Thursday. It's going to be our first quote-unquote boomer on the show. But we're going to learn from the wise man that is Russ Miller and talk sports with him and other such things. So you don't want to miss that. 
We have more great shows ahead for the month of September, and it's going to be a great ride. I just want to just thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for making this all possible. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I hope you all have a great start to your week. Make big moves. Make us proud. And I know you'll be making an impact. My name is Matt Brown. I'm the host of the Productive Conversations podcast, and I'll see you on Thursday. See you later, everybody. Peace.